Welcome to the Bible in Our Culture, an outreach radio ministry of Liberty Remnant Church, where we encourage you to view the culture through the lens of the Holy Bible. And welcome once again to the Bible in Our Culture. I'm Pastor Jay McPherson. Excited to have you with us today. We've got a very special guest who's going to be doing the first of three shows with us. Brian Hayward of Let's Go Washington. What's your website, Brian? Let's go wa.com. And let's go no posture, just let's go wa.com. Let's go wa.com. And he's doing a great work that we're excited about. Uh, maybe you've heard of six initiatives that we want everybody to sign. Everybody with common sense would want to sign these. Do you want to tell us about them real quick? Absolutely. Uh, and let's let's go wa is something that I set up to try to, let's say, be anxiously engaged in a good cause, right? That's the idea behind this. Excellent. Um, we looked at what are things that have been broke. I don't want to change Washington. This is really to fix the stuff that's been broken by Olympia. What are things that the legislature has broken over the last multiple sessions that hurt people on an individual level? And what can we do to sort of fix those? So that's the basic idea of let's go was to sort of fix what's broken, right? Uh, and then the second piece, if, if I can, I'd like to talk a little bit about what an amazing constitution we have in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. We, we have a great U.S. constitution. It is m- the, the best in the world. And I would argue that the people, the, the really wise people that started the constitution in Washington state were on a similar level of of in tuneness with a divine inspiration to protect uh, the individual Wonderful. and, and uh, freedom and the freedoms that we were granted in the in the U.S. Constitution. And in that, they they foresaw it seems uh, uh, something that could happen in a state. You could get a point in time where the legislature could be so ensconced that it no longer cares about what constituents of either party say. Uh, in terms of common sense, and begins passing laws that are out of uh, sync with the voting public, but they're not held accountable for it because their their party is so entrenched, and so there's no way for the people to redress this thing that's going on. With that vision in their mind, the Washington legis- the, the original founders of the Washington Constitution, created um, two ways, at least two ways, that voters can redress these problems when they encounter them. One is an initiative to the people. And that basically, starting about April or May, you you can write an initiative, which is a, a proposed law or a proposed change to a law. You have to go out and get about 400,000 signatures. You have to do this by about the middle of July. And if it qualifies, it goes on the ballot to the voters that very next November. It's an incredibly tight time frame. It costs enormous amounts of money because uh, you have this short time frame. And so in Washington state, what has happened is over time, this has come to be a, a proposition that costs anywhere from 10 to $20 million to get one initiative qualified. Uh, which is just outrageous. It's if you think about Republicans spend about three million dollars on a governor's race, this would be, you know, four races or five races of that, and it just drains that money out of the state. The second 
method, however, is an initiative to the legislature. An initiative to the legislature, you start about the same time, somewhere in end of May, early June. You have to collect the same number of signatures, but with an initiative to the legislature, you have until December 28th or 29th to get all of your signatures gathered. So it gives you a longer period of time. The cost is therefore lower because you're not trying to crunch it in this this small period of time. And then what happens is if you qualify, it goes to the legislature and they can vote on it in January in session. Now, uh, the important part here is the legislature may say they have several options. They can vote yes or no. If they vote yes, it becomes law. The governor cannot veto it. If they vote no, it does it goes automatically on the ballot in November, even if they vote no. They can also ignore it. They can pretend like it never happened. They never saw it. We didn't see it. We don't know what you're talking about. Uh, la, 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 right? Like a little kid. Uh, it goes on the ballot anyway, even if they pretend not to see it. The third thing they can do is try to confuse things and create their own law that mimics it that's a little different, right? So that's um, sometimes it's been done, but very rarely have they ever done that. Usually it's going to be ignored. If there's enough public pressure, it could force them to address it. They might try to create a law that addresses some of the concerns of the initiative. So you actually could get some action early. But they've never done that. They've never, not so far, right? Um, But certainly I know that last year when we did some of these, and we we tried to do 11 initiatives last year. When we tried, just the fact that we were doing it, we know that the legislature moved uh, with that pressure. That the, One of them was the, um, and I can talk about this uh, in our next podcast, but one of them was the drug, the drug, legal drugs and illegal drugs law. Uh, but so what we did here with, we this year we came back with six initiatives uh, and I'll just go through them really quickly. The first one is 2113, which is a restoration of the a reasonable restoration of the police ability to pursue criminals when they've done a criminal act. And some of these, if you're not familiar with the laws that were changed, you might be listening to this going, wait, what? <laughs> the police can't pursue criminals? Are you serious? Yes, look at the law, right? And we can talk about this more in, in, in our upcoming discussions. Uh, the second one is 2117, stop the hidden gas tax. There is a cap and trade bill that was passed that creates... Uh, it has so far in Washington state created a 50 cent additional hidden gas tax on you. And I think there's much more that you're paying besides just at the pump. So let's get rid of that. Repeal the, the cap yes, and trade amen. scheme. Say that again. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, 2124 is giving citizens an opportunity to opt out of the recently implemented uh, long-term care insurance scheme. Uh, and we're not trying to kill it. We're just saying, hey, you should have a choice of whether you want to participate or not. I think that the program is heavily flawed and it's deceptive to boot. And I I personally don't want to participate in it. But if you want to, go ahead and knock yourself out. If you don't, you should be given the option. And right now you don't have that option. Um, you have to enroll in something else. Uh, the fourth one is to repeal the capital gains tax, which was recently implemented. This is one that if you don't think this is a good thing. I'd love to have a private conversation with you to tell you why this one matters so much. Uh, it it impacts who's creating jobs very heavily. It also impacts uh, people that have worked a long time to build up a business and now they're going to get punished for, 
for not going on vacation for, for 30 being years. successful, right. yeah. Right. Uh, the, the fifth one is uh, 2111, which is no state income tax. There is no state income tax in the state right now, This, uh, but an income tax is not illegal in the state. They can implement one if they do the same rate on everybody. We're saying in 2111, if the IRS calls it income, the state, the county, and the, and the city may not uh, put a tax on it. And then the final one is 2081, which is parental notification. This one, I think, is a very important right that every parent needs, which is the presumption that you as a parent are the primary caregiver for your child. It's Amen. not the state. It's not uh, any other entity. You're the one responsible, and therefore, you should know what's going on with your child, whether it's in school or medical or otherwise. Wonderful. So our guest today is Brian Haywood of Let's Go Washington. So, Brian, if, if somebody's listening, they're like, oh, I haven't signed these. What should they do? So that's a great uh, starting point. The first thing they can do is go on to letsgowa.com. And we have on that website, you can read all the initiatives. You can get familiar with them, get comfortable with them if they're ones you support. You can also click where do I sign. And there are locations. We've got a map with locations all over the state. And you might look and go, oh, there's nothing very close to me. We've tried to get them all over the state and we're and if you're a shop owner and would like to have these, let us know. We'll reach out to us. On, you can contact us at Let's Go Wah, uh, and we'll get initiatives to you. If you live far away and you want to sign them, let us know, and we'll send you uh, copies of the initiatives. And you can, uh, we'll send you a packet of all six. And if you you're a church, them. you should have these on your literature table. Please, for everybody church, who's yes. a registered voter in the state of Washington to sign and take with them to have their friends, family, neighbors, enemies, sign it with them. Absolutely. And we'll get you, let us know, and we'll get you as many packets as you need. Uh, and that's one of the things that we would strongly encourage people to use this. One of the one of the great ideas that uh, people have been doing is you can use this as a way to talk to your neighbors, right? Uh, if you go to your neighbor and say, hey, uh, you know, join this party or join that party or I'm this, then they, if they're not that, they sort of see you as an enemy suddenly. But if you're talking casually with your neighbors and and they're worried about oh, I'm sort of you know I my took my kid in for a medical procedure and and the doctor wouldn't let me go in with my kid without the permission well 20 2081 <laughs> addresses that because Brent should have the the right to know and so that might be a place that you can talk with your neighbor and you find common ground even with neighbors who might not politically align with you these initiatives we found have a very high level of support. We did some, we actually did some polling, uh, and it's one of the things. Um, uh, I was recently talking with the police officers, and sort of explaining this to them, and it was, I think a lot of parents probably feel like the police do, and let me let me explain that for a minute. I could tell that the police officers were, they felt sort of beaten down, they felt like there was very few people that were supporting them. They were afraid a little bit to sort of become too political or state something too loudly for fear that there would be backlash uh, because society has sort of dumped on them and basically said, you're bad people, we're going to punish you, we should defund you. There's this really this feeling of beaten down. Uh, but if, if you look at, let me just take one of the initiatives, which was 2113 Reasonable Police Pursuit. Uh, I, I In front of the police officers, I said, let me tell you, there are more with you than are against you, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to let their eyes open a little bit, right? This this sort of, 
was it was it Gideon uh, that I can't remember? Was it Gideon? I think that had the "There's more with you than against you." And his eyes are open. He sees all the angels. I think right? that was Elisha. Elisha. Servant. Okay, yeah. Elisha. Gideon had a similar story with with the, the uh, pots and the trumpets and, and the yeah three hundred yeah. yeah. Uh, so Elisha, um, I I think that's um, well. So that's what I said to the police officers. There are more with you than are against you. And I read them these numbers, and I'll just give you. Overall, the percentage of Washingtonians, uh, and this was actually a survey that we did in Pierce County, Snohomish County, and King County, and in Spokane. Whoa. Okay. So it was 600, over 600 respondents. It was a decent size for the state. Uh, it was, <clears throat> it skewed Democrat. So this wasn't like a right-wing Republican poll. I tried to reflect the voter registration with the, with the poll. It was done by an outside party for me. And this is what came back on the, Restoring police ability to pursue criminals. 89% of Washingtonians in this poll supported that restoration, supported a, an initiative that would restore that. And these were predominantly left-wing counties. Well, that yes, yes, in these wow. counties, right? But then, so then let's look at a, at a partisan breakdown. If you look at what we classified as hard Republicans, right? We can look at the people. There's, a, there's all kinds of models out there. People might be uh, terrified to know, but everybody's on a model, Every single voter in the state, you're in some model, you're probably in about 150 models. And based on your buying patterns or your voting patterns or your registration patterns or uh, where, whatever, almost everybody in the state has some sort of classification. They, they, they're not always accurate. Uh, they can be wrong, but they're, they're close. Uh, and so using these models, we had hard Republicans, soft Republicans, independents, soft Democrats, and hard, hard Democrats. That was sort of the classification. Okay. And as we look at those, the hard Republicans, 97.8, so 98% of hard Republicans support restoring police pursuit. What about those other two? 2%, they, are they really hard Republicans? <laughs> well, there's, there's always people that don't know or they don't want to make right. their decision, right? But, but uh, independents, 91% of independents support restoring police pursuit. And then I think this is the one that caught the, the police officers off guard was that 78% of hard Democrats support restoring police pursuit. Awesome. If all you did was read the Seattle Times or watch the news, you would be quite sure that those against us are greater than those with us. This says that your neighbor probably agrees with you on this item, right? Absolutely. If I, if I take um, parental rights, parental consent, uh, even let's let's take uh, curriculum transparency as an idea. And I this one I had four or five different ideas. They're they're sort of wrapped up in in the initiative. I pulled different ideas. Curriculum transparency. Um, Eighty two percent overall support the idea of curriculum transparency. Ninety eight percent of hard rep Republicans. Um, Eighty seven percent of independents. But even of hard Democrats, 62% support curriculum transparency. Wow. Right? Well, parents love their kids, and they feel responsible for their kids, right? They should be the primary caregivers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And, and I, think, I think sometimes we get lulled into believing that we're alone. And I right. certainly these police officers felt that way. And I'd like to help people understand your neighbors probably agree with you on these ideas way more than you think they might. There may be disagreements and quibbles on the edges, but on these core issues, they're with you. They believe the same things you do. That's so wonderful. Great way to engage with your neighbors, even those you think you disagree with. You have the 
a political sign in your yard wars with your neighbor, but you can talk to them <laughs> right. about these issues and, and build some common ground. Hello, my name is Pastor J. McPherson of Liberty Remnant Church. I would like to formally invite you to come visit our reality-based local church. A dedicated group of believers planted LRC about two years ago in the middle of the COVID-19 government shutdown. We are not afraid to apply biblical principles to weighty current day issues. In fact, we feel God expects it of his people. Our goal is to be a simple, relational, biblical church that applies biblical principles to the issues of the day. If you're looking for a local church or know somebody who is, please consider what God is doing at Liberty Remnant Church. We're meeting at 7919 North Division in Spokane every Sunday at 10 a.m. For more information, please check out our website, libertyremnantchurch.org. That's libertyremnantchurch.org. Or email me at pastorj at libertyremnantchurch.org. Thank you. This is the Bible and our culture with my guest, Brian Haywood of Let's Go Washington. Some of you are thinking, well, this is uh, supposed to be about the Bible and our culture. Well, I would argue, and I will the next uh, two weeks, that these initiatives have biblical principles to them. We are making a difference in the culture. If you can sign these, or Brian, I, I suppose you're looking for some some volunteers, some people that believe in, in what you're doing, believe in what you have written on these initiatives, and they want to help. How, how do they help? Thanks. That's we And we've had an enormous amount of volunteers uh, step up. And starting last year, when, when we didn't qualify the 11 initiatives that we tried last year, this year I'm doing some things to make some changes to make sure that we get all, all six of these across the line. But we need the volunteers, number one. If you've got a passion to do this and look at any of these initiatives and you say, this really resonates with me, we would recommend you go to Let's Go Wah, contact us, say, I'd like to volunteer, and we've got a ton of ways to, to involve you and, and get you to work. And the least of which is what we just talked about. Go talk to your neighbor, right? Get these initiatives. Go get, you know, go get 20 of your neighbors to sign the initiatives and send them back to us. Um, and you can find that all that information is on Let's Go Wah. Uh, where to do it, you can send us a, an email. We'll send you the initiatives if you want. Um, the, a second thing, though, so, so one is you can volunteer. We also have some people that uh, what I found when I tried these last year was that I didn't know enough volunteers to get enough signatures. I needed to be able to hire people who would be working to go and gather signatures as well. And so we we have, uh, there's a company, uh, TDM Strategies, that people, and but you go to, again, go to Let's Go Wa and you can find all the information. If you would like to work, if uh, the, the salary is $20 for people that are just doing part-time, maybe you're doing a couple of hours, um, a week or something, uh, but $25 if you're willing to give 30, 30 hours a week to go collect signatures. Primarily, the work will be on the paid signature gatherers, primarily be knocking on doors. Right? So if you if you like to do that anyway, and this is an opportunity, we, we've got uh, people that you'll be working with and they'll uh, they'll do some training and then we'll, we'll give you neighborhoods with walk lists, uh, trying to keep you out of neighborhoods where you got to walk three miles uphill and, and that, right, sort of tighter neighborhoods where people tend to be receptive to this idea uh, and knocking doors and gathering signatures. And we have a, a fairly high success rate. People look at this and they don't say, uh, there's people that'll say, get out of here, of course. 
But most people look at this and say, these six ideas are common sense. They're good mm -hmm. ideas. Yeah, I support that. And so we've had a high success rate with people gathering signatures. And so we'd love people to come and, and join us uh, for gathering signatures as a paid signature gatherer. And again, you can find that on Let's Go Wah. You can apply uh, for a job there. Um, and we'll we'll work with you and, and see if there's a place that could make sense. Awesome. This is great news here on The Bible in Our Culture with our guest, Brian Haywood. Let's go, Washington. You can take your passion to make a difference, your passion to fight for children, to, to fight for the rights of police to do their job, and you can actually get paid to do it and make a difference. My hope, my prayer is that we wouldn't wait till Christmas right. to have all these signatures for Brian to start counting on Christmas Eve or, or even thereafter that, that we would have all these uh, signatures done and then some by the end of November. So please uh, talk to people about this. I've never had anybody think I was crazy for wanting to get signatures on these six initiatives. To me, they're all common sense. They're all a place where you can find common ground with your neighbor. One of the really exciting things I found, so last year I wasn't sure how I would be received among, let's call it the grassroots, right? And often uh, the grassroots sometimes are sort of looked down on by the snobby uh, uh, poobahs within a party, right? And they sort of don't feel, they feel frustrated and they don't feel like people hear them and they're passionate about their country and the politics and about the issues and they really want to be involved and then they go and they sort of do something and, and they don't feel like anybody treats them with any respect. And it's frustrating. And therefore it can make people feel alienated and like, well, there's nothing you can do. What I found with the initiatives is that people that really got involved on a volunteer or a paid basis, but especially the volunteers, uh, suddenly felt like they were part of something that was important and it allowed them to feel like they were doing something. They weren't just in the passive seat trying to figure out where the bus is going to get driven and drop them off. They were doing something to sort of change the course. And that's what I think there's an enormous value to that. When citizens don't feel like they're part of the decision-making process, they check out. And this puts every single voter with an opportunity to make a difference. You sign the initiatives and go talk to your neighbors and talk to your neighbors about something that's not antagonizing with them, like they can bring you together on these these ideas, that's powerful. That's how that's how big movements happen that change culture and change direction in a state. Wow. That's so awesome. At Liberty Remnant Church we teach that there's no such thing as clergy and laity in the Bible. That if you know Jesus, you have a testimony and you are an adequate minister of the new covenant, according to Second Corinthians four. So if you want to be in the ministry Here's your chance. Grab the six initiative or five of six if, if there's one that you don't like and go make a difference. This is uh, exciting times. It's it's tough times. I've, I've, you know, if you've been listening to the show, there could be persecution around the corner. There already is. But good things are about to happen. If my people, Second Chronicles 7.14 says, who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. If we want our land healed, and I believe you do if you're listening to this podcast or on the radio, 
If you want our land healed, then we simply have to do what God's called us to do. Pray, repent, and seek the Lord and make a difference. And this is a way to do that. This is repenting with feet, getting initiatives, getting a cause, understanding the issue, and being an informed citizen and informed with a biblical worldview. I, I love that. I, I really One of the things I think that's really special about America is that it was founded by men of faith, different uh, faith from each other, right? So there was a respect for the fact that everybody could exercise their faith in different ways, but that one of those important things of exercising your faith was taking action and being involved, right? And, and we designed a constitution that respected that and not only allowed, but actually encouraged people to be involved. And so we would welcome your listeners and, and everybody in the state to join us in this effort to try to fix what's been broken in the state and make a difference uh, to make this place a, uh, an even better place to live. Hey, man, we love Washington. I especially love the east side that's home. And I love the west side, so between the two of us, we got <laughs> yes, the whole got state it. covered. Yeah, We got it. <laughs> if you have questions about what we talked about, you can email me at office at libertyremnantchurch.org. The next couple weeks, we're going to be diving into these initiatives one by one with Brian. He's been working this a long time. He understands the initiatives, and he's got a lot to say that you'll want to hear about each of these six initiatives and how, though they're cultural issues, there's a biblical principle, many of them, I think, involved in each one. Thank you, everyone, and, and thanks again for your time today. I really appreciate it, and, and uh, God's blessings on everyone that's listening. Thank you, Brian, and, and blessings on you. If you Again, if you have any questions, their website is letsgowa.com, where you can get all sorts of information. And if you're interested in our sponsor, Liberty Remnant Church, libertyremnantchurch.org is our website where you can find podcasts to past episodes and watch for the, the future ones. If you miss the next two radio shows, you'll eventually be able to catch them on the podcast, wherever you find podcasts, but also at libertyremnantchurch.org. Thank you for listening to The Bible in Our Culture, an outreach radio ministry of Liberty Remnant Church. If you want to support this ministry financially, you could do so by going to our website, libertyremnantchurch.org backslash give, and select radio ministry. See you next week at the same time.